welcome to another episode of Yeah, We Read It. I am your host, Maggie. And guess what? I'm also your host. My name's Laura. Whoa, we got a dynamic duo coming at two you. Two hosts. And we are covering part two of The Vampire Diaries, Hunt The Hunters? Volume three. Volume three, Destiny Rising. And this is the part two of that book. Yep, this is the wrap-up episode of the whole little trilogy that we just um, read before we start in on the last three books of The Vampire Diaries. I don't even, what are they called? I see them over on my counter. They're blue, but I don't know what they're called. I think they're called The Awakening? I just know for the first time in a long time, we're going to be reading books that are only 200 pages each instead of 400. Oh my god. Wow, did we really take that for granted? Like, boy, because when we would complain about, like, getting through, like, the quick books or the private books, and now here we are, just, this is our, this is their revenge. This is their revenge. This is LJ Smith having a personal stake. The, uh, the whole yeah. young adult community really having a personal stake against how easy it was for us to read 200 book page books. Oh my god. It was so easy. And now here I am being like, great, another 400 page book I have to sift through. I know. And I, um, and we are like currently debating what to do for the next season. And I yeah. am so tempted to be like pretty little liars. But I also know my limits now. Yeah. And I don't think it can be those <laughs> books because those are huge. Just maybe not just yet. Maybe maybe that'll be maybe that'll be soon, but I think maybe we'll we'll do a palette cleanse. Yes. And we'll figure that out and we'll talk about that in our recap of the season episode. Yes. Um if you can't tell, this is another special episode we are recording virtually because I'm uh, back home in Iowa, having a good time. Yeah, Maggie is. No COVID this time, though. That's pretty cool. No COVID this time. July has been a whirlwind, for sure. Uh, some, some Hot girl summer. What what do we, we love it. Hot girl hot summer. Hot COVID summer. I know. It's, it's uh, so nuts, too, that the weather only started being nice in the middle of July. And so it's like, but at, yeah. the end, at that point, summer's almost over. Why'd you have to do it now? Yeah. Exactly. I think it'll seep into September. It'll be fine. I hope so. Um, speaking of outside, we left off. This is a horrible transition. Nope, that's a great transition. Uh, speaking of being outside, hey, our gang of hot teens, they are outside and they've just clocked in for battle and noticed that Klaus has arisen a bunch of friends. Uh, we left off uh, saying that he has arisen Catherine and he's turned Meredith's brother Christian and... Battle, battle begins. The battle begins. This is where we start. Yep. The battle is beginning. Meredith is fighting her brother because that was the big thing that we left off on. Uh, Her brother got turned by Klaus in this universe. Stefan's fighting Catherine. I love fighting my exes. I subtweet them sometimes. That's like the same as two little vampires. That's the same thing as this. And also we've got uh, the werewolf boys turning into huge werewolves mid-battle. I wrote down that that sounded pretty cool. Yeah, they're in full moon zone. It's a full moon. (laughs) A full moon zone. I loved that. Also, I was very confused because Alaric is with Bonnie casting spells. When did Alaric learn spells? Okay, Alaric knew some spells back in, I think it was like book four. Four, okay. When um, Elena's funeral happened, maybe this is book. <gasps> oh, you're and right. Maybe this is book three. And he was chanting spells during that, so he does study like spells, but he's not like a psychic or a medium like Bonnie is. Oh, yeah, you're right. We just don't. Here's the thing. I do love that this ghostwriter has elaborated and three dimensionalized like all of these characters. Ex- like except that Laric is still just like there, and like 
we don't get much of him, so, like, I totally get where you were, like, when did he learn this? Because it's, like, yeah, we, have, we haven't been talking about any of this at all. I also, since watching the show, cannot see him as anyone other than the person who plays him, who is Warner from Legally Blonde, and he is just the most average-looking guy. Yeah. And not attractive. And I, honestly, sometimes I watch The Vampire Diaries, and I'm like, would I like his character more if it was a really hot character? Probably yes. If yeah. he was a really hot actor, probably yes. Damn. Well, see, and here's the thing. Some I think it was Rebecca, our friend Rebecca, who told me that um, Warner from Legally Blonde plays Alaric in the show. And so ever since then, I like could not stop envisioning him. So that's what I see now, too, even though I've seen like three episodes of the show. Yeah, I watched a lot of episodes today. But it doesn't nice. even matter that they have this little ragtag group of people because there's like 20 vampires on klaus's side and even yeah. worse he's like gliding towards elena with a dagger yeah and uh-oh y'all he puts this dagger to her throat but nothing happens no he slices her throat pretty hard but it heals very fast because of bonnie and alark's little witchy help yeah and he's like what's going on um and he decides they decide to retreat they go, they go, battle's not complete, we're retreating. You know what was um, wild? I was like, at this point, why don't they call on the High Wolf Council to come down and also fight if they're old ones? And also, okay, here's my other question. If the Guardians are supposed to be, like, the overseers of the universe, why are they letting this shit go down? I don't know. Like, what? Can what they, are they here for? Because obviously they can touch down on Earth. Yeah. So why can't they, and they partake? And, and they also have, like, a stake in, like, the like overall being of earth and wanting to fix problems like but should it so shouldn't this be like hey guardians we all gotta tap down take this vampire out and then we can go back up to celestial court world um so yeah, uh, yeah. super dumb i think guardians so, get a pretty a bad rep for being very closed off and cold because yeah. it seems like they they are like pretty true neutral they just want the good of the world so i was like why does elena describe them as cold all the time it seems like they want to save them yeah, it seems like they're really just like, hey, we're just, we're doing what we do. Yeah. Um, and that's not on them. Exactly. Um, but, okay, uh, Werewolf Chad, he does die. And listeners, I, I don't, uh, we're introduced to all these werewolves just, like, with names, as if we're supposed to retain all of them. And here's the thing, like, we didn't know Chad at all in these previous books. Like, this is the first time we're, like, really, like, checking in with him, and he's dead now. He's dead um, now, and even more sus is that they're thinking Chloe might have fed on him when no yeah, one was looking. super sus. Super sus. And, and now Andres, who is here to help explain the plot to us, yep. um, tells us that, the uh, like, since Elena's a guardian... She's probably protected because of that. So she cannot die supernaturally. Um, and also, sad, the werewolf boys are all in their werewolf forms. And they're having a little werewolf funeral where they're just, like, howling and moaning. And Stefan, okay, Maggie, this pissed me off. Stefan, he's like, Xander, Xander, can you stop your funeral so I can talk to you really quick? Oh, yeah. And so Xander... Like, turns back into human form, and he, he's, like, so just devastated because his friend just died. And he goes, Xander, I need you to promise that you and your werewolves will not tell anybody that Elena's a guardian. And Xander's like, yeah, no shit, dude. I know. Like, it didn't seem like Klaus was going to go after her that night because the whole problem with her being a guardian is the secret is she can't yeah. die by supernatural means. And that's the whole secret they got to protect this book. 
but she, he could have waited one whole day. And not yeah. only does did Xander's friend just die, it's like more painful for him to turn back into a human during the full yeah. moon. You can like hear bones like cracking and shit cracking, like that. Cracking, yeah. Just wait. Oh, could you imagine somebody interrupting you at a funeral to just be like, "Hey, you promise you'll keep my my friend's secret though." They didn't know the person that you knew that just died, but it's really important that you don't tell anybody. I know. Like, what? That's so insensitive. I'm He's mad. So I mean, as someone who has watched five episodes of The Vampire Diaries, though, I can empathize with Stefan today because he doesn't drink today. human blood, and that's why Damon on the show is like, that's why he's so moody. So I'll give Stefan a little pass for being in his, like, Sylvia Plath era. You know, he's been drinking bunny rabbits all this time so i guess he's just a moody boy i will not i i'm i don't and i'm not going to give him the benefit of the doubt (laughs) he should be better he's been around for 700 years Um, he has been around for a while and if if things couldn't get weirder stefan goes back to his room because he's like well battle's over and Catherine of all people's just hanging out on his balcony yeah, she's trying to get in his head, like, oh, wow, <laughs> I see Elena also likes Damon, you know, the past happening again. But it doesn't yeah. work. He, she can't yeah. get in his head. Yeah, she keeps trying to be, like, elusive. Like, I don't know, death really teaches you a lot of things. Like, I saw a lot from beyond the grave. Um, mm-hmm. Very, very, like, uh, Catherine tapping into her goth girl era. <laughs> yeah, and seeing that she can't really get anything from him, she's like, fine whatever by she poofs into an owl and she kind of flies out of his balcony what what animal would you want to turn into if you were a vampire does it have to be birds because they're all birds probably not it probably can't be like a dog or a werewolf because like that's its own thing i mean if i had to be a bird well okay maybe if it was also animal i would probably be a vulture you know i love vultures so if it was a if if it was a bird i would also pick vulture what kind of animal would be you be if it was any animal (laughs) Could you imagine if I chose something like a whale? It's like, that is so impractical. I'm like leaving a balcony and I turn into a whale and I just like, whoop. You you would only get tapped for like missions abroad. They're like, okay, Laura, we need you. So you need to drive to the Atlantic, hop in and come on over to France ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, great, Laura, we have an aquatic battle we need you to fight. Good thing you can turn into that whale. Yeah, uh, Laura's like the sworn guardian of Atlantis, the Lost yeah. Empire. Oh God, I'm I'm afraid of the ocean, so I really wouldn't choose that. Um, okay, but so it'd be then funny. What What would it be if it wasn't a joke? A bird. You, okay, if it wasn't a if it wasn't joke, a joke and it wasn't a bird. Oh, it'd be a big cat. It'd have to be some like a jaguar or a panther or like a, a like a, a tiger or something cool like oh, that. Oh, that'd be cool. What if you were like yeah. a snow leopard? Yeah, that'd be that'd pretty. Be dope. That'd be really dope um yeah <clears throat> okay anyway uh back in back in xander's room him and shay are you know uh leaders of the pack they're they're doing their little war plan bonnie's just like kind of watching and she's like being insecure which is like bonnie it's not the time but she's like wow xander and shay work so well on war plans together i'll never be like that <laughs> yep she takes this opportunity you know seeing them have a conversation as comrades and also knowing Xander's kind of mourning the death of his friend, Bonnie decides to just lay one on him and uh, break up with him. Like another thing that could have just like waited a day. 
Like, maybe Bonnie sleep on it. You don't need to break up with him right now. Also, his friend just died. Like, and now he's losing his girlfriend? That's so sad. I know. Just because you're watching him interact with his ex and you're like, God, he makes so much more sense with her. Despite uh. him saying multiple times, I don't like her. We just kind of have to work together. Like, they just yeah. have to work together. Yeah, exactly. And it's it makes me sad that Bonnie, like, can't see that. Because Xander has done nothing, like, suspicious or flirty with Shay either. So it's like she really is just, like, spinning a narrative in her head, which yeah. is unhealthy. She says verbatim, I know I'm not the one you need by your side. Which, okay, let the man have autonomy. He can make a choice. Yeah, he can decide. Um, but we have to simply see what Elena's going through right now. Because yeah. Surely she's going through something, and she is everybody. She feels like she's being watched. Yeah. And now comes the time, guardian hour. My Leah, one of the the master guardians, shows up, uh, and she's like, "Hey, Elena, it's me, a guardian. It's oath time, where you just become a guardian now." Yep, she's like, are you ready? And Elena's like, sure. So she's like, all right, kneel and let me slice your hands. And so Elena gets her little hand sliced as is customary in the supernatural world. And she's like, if you you fail to perform this task, you may be killed, okay? Or you may be taken from Earth and just put up in the celestial court. And Elena's like, yeah, no problem. I got it. Because she's thinking that it's going to be Klaus that she sends to go get her. Yeah. But her task is to kill Damon Salvatore. This happens so quick. She's like, um, okay, your task is to kill Damon Salvatore. By the way, you're no longer human. Bye. Like. She's got a lot to process. And we know exactly where Elena's going to go right after this to her little journal, probably. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but Stefan also decides to go to Damon's apartment during this time, um, to be like, Hey, Damon, I gotta, I gotta tell you something. Brother to brother, Catherine's back. And this is, this is hilarious. This next scene is hilarious because Stefan's like, Damon, it's going to get weird now that Catherine's back, but I need you to promise you're not going to tell anybody that Elena's a guardian. I know you're doing your bad boy thing, but do not tell anybody that Elena is a guardian. And Damon goes, didn't know she was, dude. So now Stefan's told this secret that he's been so pressed about because he's a little bitch. Yeah, he also drops a little line of, if something happens to me, <sighs> like, you have to protect her because no one will protect her. And Damon's like, well, what's going to happen to you? And Stefan's like, I don't know. That's why I'm telling you. And Damon's like, okay. okay. One of my favorite... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, that's it. The whole oh, one, of my fav- one of my favorite lines from that exact exchange is uh, he goes... You know, she could love you if things were different. I know. Is that horrendous? Damon's having a hard time already. He was, like, sucking on a college girl when Stefan showed up. Just let him live his life. Let him be in his reputation Uh, era. Exactly. Um, But let's check in with our soft boy, Matt. We've got our bad boy, Damon, our sad boy, Stefan, and then our our soft soft boy, boy, Matt. Matt. I love that. That's a good, it's a good, it's a good way to categorize everybody. And he's doing what all good boyfriends do. And he's bringing his new vampire girlfriend, a rabbit. Oh yeah. He's bringing her a little bunny to munch on. Um, yum, and he yum. so shows up to the boathouse and he hears a board creak and he's like, oh, oh my God, no, there must be a presence there. And he races to the boardhouse, and Klaus is there. Yeah. 
and Klaus is like holding a almost dead like freshman person or whatever mm-hmm. and he's trying to use like the smell of blood to coax Elena's secret out of poor Chloe who did not ask to be here. <laughs> yeah, and Klaus is doing the most. He's not holding back. He is compulsing no. Chloe, uh, physically bringing her to her feet, yeah. to the girl with blood running down her neck. Um, and Chloe somehow fights fights Klaus's compulsion, seeing that Matt is terrified, which I thought was really sweet. Yeah, um, yeah, she does so good. It was very sweet. Next next move kind of ruins the moment, though. Klaus is pretty mad, so he snaps the girl's neck. So, you know, if it was romantic, now the vibes are kind of off. Yeah. Vibes are down. Vibes are, you know, it's, the vibes are, uh, there's a few things that will just ruin the vibe automatically. Someone that you don't know's neck getting snapped is one of those things. Even if they you did know them, that would still be one of those things. One time I went on a date and went to a movie and I saw a pigeon vomiting on the side of the road before the movie and that kind of ruined the vibes. It's not a neck snap, but it is a pigeon vomiting. There's plenty of things that just automatically ruin the vibe. <laughs> some are big, some are small. Yes. Listeners, you freaking get it. Um, but since, uh, and then he also burns down the boathouse. Did you say that already? So I, sorry, sorry. I didn't. I Oops. Spoilers, oh, readers. Oh, surprise, everybody. If you uh, haven't gotten to that part in the book yet, let us tell you he burns it down. Yeah, the part that he immediately burns the boathouse down after snapping this girl's neck. Can you imagine someone's trying to, like, read along with us and we're like, okay, and now we are far ahead, though. This is a summary. This isn't a read-along. Yeah. You just this get to read it. Sorry. Yes. Exactly. This is, this is a book club you get to be a part of. Like, what are you doing? He brings it down. Um, Bye-bye. No fire squad on, on this yeah. campus. No fire squad. But Matt and Chloe, <laughs> they got nowhere to go. So they go to the girls' dorm and they're like, hey, by the way, boathouse burned down. Um, And they don't really console them, which I thought was weird. They're all just like suddenly like, guys, Klaus is going to come after all of us. Isn't that fucked up? And it's like, are, can we check in? With our, our sweet soft boy Matt and lovely little Chloe who did not ask to be a vampire. Also, poor Chloe is a newly formed vampire, has been in like three battles around blood already, and just had her mouth on someone's neck who was bleeding. Yeah, she's she's doing her best. Like, somebody like, oh, be nice to her. Don't be so clicky, everybody. No one checks in with her. The best that they offer is that Stefan is like, hey, Chloe, I noticed you're pretty weak. Do you want to drink some of my blood? You'll get some power from it. And that's their consoling. And that's their consoling. But thank God Stefan and Elena get some alone time after this. Mm -hmm. Um, And she tells him uh, her secret, that her task, that she has to kill Damon, um, and she wants to work with Andreas to find a loophole. But also something I noticed, Maggie. Stefan doesn't seem this pressed that uh, Alina's supposed to kill his brother. No, no. He doesn't really respond in, like, a way I would. He's just kind of like, okay, well, we'll figure out the Guardian thing together. And they kind of go back and forth on what to do. And they're like, maybe we can ask Andreas for help. Yeah. But here's the thing. Is Alina's really the one pressing to save Damon? Just like when he died in book six. Um, yeah. Like, it, it, was, it was, I felt the same way. Like, Damon just kind of, like, watched him die and was like, okay, I'm a little bummed. But he wasn't, like, devastated like you should be over, like, a sibling. No, Stefan, so, yeah. No, Stefan in this yeah. book literally is like, I can't live without you. So if you have to kill Damon, 
it, that's what sucks. it is. Yeah. And like Elena's like, I want, I'm going to solve this. And he's like, I am going to stand over in the corner of the room holding your purse while you do that. Like that is what he's doing. <laughs> if you got to kill a family member of mine, not only hey. a family member, the only family member, I understand girl. Yeah. Hey, you go get him, girl, boss queen. They haven't even had sex yet. At least lose your virginity to the man before you kill his brother. Yeah. Or also, like, don't date somebody who has a serial killer vibe that doesn't care that you have to kill their brother. Yeah, he is a little unhinged. He is, like, that way too nice of a good guy that you meet, and you're like, oh, something is off. And maybe you're friends with him for a really long time, and you never know what it is. Or maybe he shows you his cards pretty early on. Exactly. But you know he'd um, be I, psycho if he was drinking human blood. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but they go to James and Andreas. James is like, I won't help. I can't help. Andreas is like, yep, uh, I would love to help you find a loophole, but there, there's really no way around it. And here's uh, where he explains more of how, like, Guardian stuff works. It's really not that important. Yeah. Plus he's like, because if you don't do it, obviously they're going to assign it to another guardian which will probably be me yeah exactly um so elena's like you two are no help i'm gonna go straight to the source and talk to damon um and she's like damon i got an assignment and he's like i do not care um and and she's like people think you've killed and he's like yeah i did i accidentally killed someone like what are you gonna do about it and of course elena who has not wanted to believe that he's been a killer is like suddenly stunned she's like what so she's like okay if i can't get him to feel guilt or empathy maybe i can get him to like realize his life's at stake she's like i might have to kill you and he's like i i don't care yeah he's like i've had a good run i've had a great run say la vie um and just so damon in his dark mode doubles down he wants to show elena just how dark and twisted he is so he breaks a pool cue in half and then compels this guy to just start stabbing himself with it repeatedly, which is very gruesome, to be honest. I really liked that part of the book. I was like, okay, we are yeah. breaking up the mundane with something interesting and different. Exactly. And he literally has this guy named Jimmy stab himself and do it until Elena leaves. Yeah. So she yeah, has Damon to says, retreat. I know. Damon says the only way I'll make him stop is if you get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Incredible. Nuts. Meanwhile, Um, Stefan's like, I can figure out this whole problem by myself. He goes to a clearing, he bites his own arm, and he draws blood, and he's, like, yelling for Klaus to come come fight him. Come hang out with him. Yeah. And Klaus does show up, and he goes, Klaus, my man, I got an idea. You're gonna kill me instead of Elena. And he goes... Klaus is like, no, 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 that's not what we're doing here. Um, Instead, I'm going to kill Elena in front of you so you can watch. Yeah, Um, he also is like, listen, because you kill me instead because she can't be killed. And Klaus is like, "Mm, no, I'll find a way. Stefan is the the kind of friend that you tell the secret to, and then he'll tell everyone, and then he tells the source because he just forgot that he wasn't supposed to tell anyone. Oh my god. Stefan's like that that friend that you go like, oh my god, I'm having like a really hard time with like this thing and you just want to vent. And Stefan decides it's suddenly his problem to fix it and he just makes it ten times worse. Yes. And he's like, well, have you tried this thing? You know, that worked for me. And I'm like, yeah. I'm telling you it's not going to work for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not really looking for advice right now. I was just telling you that I, I, I a, a thing that I didn't like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. 
I hate those people. I know. Um, much like I hate Stefan. Um, but Bonnie uh, is, is having a dream right now. And something we really sleep on in this book is that uh, Bonnie, Meredith, and Alaric have just been learning a lot about how to control your dreams in passing, which I think would have been a lot more interesting to focus on than this fucking Guardian plotline. Yeah, Bonnie's been worried that she um, won't be able to control her dreams and Klaus will show up, so they are all kind of working on that. And it's good they were working on that because while Bonnie's trying to do some conscious dreaming to protect herself, uh, Klaus shows up to talk to her. Yep. And he ends up, like, dangling her over this little ledge. And he's like, tell me Elena's secret. And she's like, no. And then he, like, conjures up uh, a Xander and dangles him over the edge. And he's like, well, I'll kill Xander. And then Bonnie really checks in with herself and is like, that's not really Xander. This is a dream and I can save myself here. Um, So she gets out of it and she wakes up. Klaus also says an insane thing that's if you die in your dreams, you die in real life, which. I've heard that. No, it's not. What? I've heard that. Like, I think that's a thing. Like, because, you know, when you, like, fall in a dream, you usually wake up before you fall. Yeah. (gasps) Like, before you hit the ground. That's scary. That's some nightmare on Elm Street shit. Yeah. This book, like, with this whole dream thing, it it gets very nightmare on Elm Street-y. Oh, I love that. I mean, you know, they did that with Stranger Things Season 4. I love when people do the whole, because you can't protect against them with your mind. That's fucking hard. Yeah. Love villains like that. Classic. Yeah. He's a spooky um so b wakes up and she's like oh, i'm a sander um but now we're checking in with meredith our girl meredith yeah meredith uh, comforts her since sander's not yeah there. which is really nice um uh, but meredith traipsing around campus like she does uh just runs into her brother christian um and he's like hey i i'm, I'm glad i found you i really just wanted to reason with you like obviously like klaus did this to me i didn't want him to i didn't want to fight for him um, I, I hope you noticed that I was, like, being, like, you know, a little bit easier on you and, like, not trying to, like, do anything because I was really just, like, there because I had to be. Yeah, and then he kind of gives her a little bit of, like, their background. We had that whole dual memory plot line, so he's saying memories of her that she doesn't really understand because he was taken away young in her timeline. And he gives insight that Klaus took him out of the army and turned him, and Meredith is like, I wished we would have met when you were human and... He's, it, it seems like there might be a little happy medium between them because he's like, I'm not interested in Klaus's endgame. Obviously, yeah. I feel a certain way around him, but I want to hang out with you. I want to bond with you. Yeah. So we're like, okay, maybe they'll hang out. Um, And now it's diary entry time. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Elena being like, oh, I'm trying to get more powers because I don't have that many right now. Um, and she's like, I think I can kill Klaus, which is, like, wild, because, like, why? But okay. <laughs> I do love that before she, or she is journaling, and as she's journaling, it's like everyone shows up to a coffee house to talk, because Meredith yeah. wants to talk to Matt, Bonnie, and Elena, the, you know, OGs about her yeah. brother, and Elena's going on about how she's scared she's going to lose Damon, that she's going to kill him. Yeah. And Meredith is like, maybe you should kill Damon. Yeah, but also, like, Elena, again, you and your boyfriend need to know that there's a time and a place for things. If Meredith's talking about this very, like, deep-seated mindfuck of, like, wow, uh, I didn't get to know my brother in either timeline, and now here we are in this situation, and that's a really hard thing for me to deal with. And she goes, guys, I really want to get Damon back on track. And it's like, 
this isn't about you and Damon right oh now. Oh my gosh, oh she my hijacks the conversation so fast. Oh my god. Like, I feel like Stefan and Elena are just that couple that, like, you and your, like, friends never want to invite over because all they do is talk about themselves. Yeah. And it's like, it's annoying. I'm frustrated. <laughs> yeah, I do. I will say... As I mentioned earlier, I have watched a lot of episodes, but there wasn't a moment where Bonnie in the show today was talking to Elena because she's like, I don't want to be friends with vampires and like all this shit and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I told you I'm not going to make you pick a side and then just will like completely set boundaries with Elena where she just like does not hang out with her in the show. And I'm like, damn, book Bonnie could never Book Bonnie could never. You're always in her shadow. I would hate to yeah. feel like that. God. And it's a shadow that, like, Elena's created. Like, no one, like, is feeding into it now. Yes. There's so much Okay. Horror. Okay, and now we get to the weirdest scene of this book, where Damon's watching a football game. <laughs> yeah, he says he really hates the sport, but he loves going to the crowds because he can feel everyone heart, heart pulsing. He likes hot dogs. <laughs> So it sounds like he likes going to watch football. Like I know. Yeah, maybe you do like okay the sport. It's okay if you like it. Like, it's fine. Yeah. But he sees Catherine there because, of course, she has nothing better to do than watch a football game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Catherine and him end up, like, sitting next to each other. And Catherine's being like, la-di-da, it's all water under the bridge. Things happen. Uh, referring to, obviously, in book, what, like, three yeah. when... Uh, you know, she tormented and tortured them. Yeah. Uh, forever. So, uh, and and Damon seems like oh, I'm fine with it. Um, uh, but then okay, weirdest part. They start like dancing, like not like dance. They they start like waltz. They start in. well. They start compelling the cheerleaders to do an old waltz. Yeah. Which is very they. It's strange. Like they're kind of yeah. flirting a little bit together, and that wouldn't be my activity of choice to bond with a partner. Yeah. Or a potential crush, but if if you want to force people to do an old dance, that's fine. Sure. Um, but then they decide to go hunting together, so I guess that's fun. You know, I would be okay if Damon and Catherine were a thing. Yeah, I feel like the this author is kind of trying to uh, really move away from what Catherine was uh, when we last saw her, mm-hmm. um, because like that character was just so like weirdly childish and immature and like now Catherine just seems like a like just like an old soul again that's like reasonable so I don't know like what changed um yeah she seems like someone who uh has a personality that is not like an evil child yeah which was big time she was just like a 14 year old um with wait a minute way too much wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute when we last saw Catherine, when she was in the crypt Mm -hmm. she turned into a whole like panther yeah in the crypt but now we're supposed to think she can just turn into an owl too you only get one animal how did she get two i don't know so i think that's a i think that's a plot hole unfair but unfair sorry sorry to interrupt you keep going they that's that's what they're gonna do they're gonna hunt together um and it's gonna be a grand old time uh meanwhile professor james he thinks he's found a way to kill class so he calls up elena like get over here and so elena goes and gets over there pretty straightforward she gets to james Um, house it seems like there's no one in there there might not be no one yeah And so she's like, I would never do this, but I'm going to do this. And she just, like, 
walks into his house because the door was unlocked. And um, there's blood everywhere, y'all. Oh, yeah. Blood all over the walls. James slumped over the kitchen table. And he's dead. And Yeah, his, like, insides are, like, on the table, too. It's bad. I know. Oh, so appetizing. At least, you know, at least Klaus was a good guest in that he didn't just let the entrails hang out on the ground. He said, yeah. no, 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 no. That's unsanitary. Yeah, and he was really nice that he left, like, a note. And he said, hey. Hey. I know your secret now. Yeah. So just so you just so you know that I know, here's a little note. This is another pointer in my mind that he's gay because there's all this mess, there's all this blood, right? But he took the time to find really nice stationery, has good penmanship, yeah. it's all fancy, flowery. Good for him. Um, he leaves her a nice little note and she's like, Oh my god, he knows my secret. She's gotta talk yeah. to the folks, but she can't talk to the folks. Because Meredith is off meeting up with her brother at the gym. Yeah, and it's actually kind of, like, a a sweet interaction. Because Christian, like, is really trying to, like, understand, like, where she's coming from. Because obviously he recognizes that, like, this Meredith doesn't remember him or know him at all. He's really trying to bridge the gap. They're, you know, having, like, these weird conversations about, like, God, being a vampire is kind of crazy, huh? Um, And they're just gonna, you know, work out together. And it's gonna be, like, really sweet. Oh, um, yeah. They have, like, a yeah. little bit of, like, a sibling rivalry, too. That's their dynamic. Yeah. That's very cute. Yeah, and then, so, Christian goes first. He he does some, like, bench weights, and he's like, okay, Meredith, your turn. Um, and she takes some of the weights off, and she's like, I get it. You have super strength. LOL. I'm gonna take some of these off. And she's like, but you'll spot me. And then he just starts, like, loading up weights on it. And she's like, what are you doing? And he doesn't listen. He just keeps loading them up. And this is where we learned that he bamboozled her. Yep. He says, you know what? Dad would be so disappointed because you forgot something about newly turned vampires. We are focused solely on our sire. Um, she's clearly deprived of oxygen. Like at this point, the the um, bar that she is bench pressing is, is bending. It's like on her chest. And yeah. Christian's like, hey, you know, class wants you dead. What can I do? What can yep. I do? Um, and she manages to get adrenaline rush and, like, throws this bar off of her and then she just, like, sprints out of there. She's like, I'm not fighting. I'm gone. Um, so she gets out of there, which is, which is good, but it's like, what a bummer. I know. You're gonna have to kill your brother. Yeah. It sucks. Um, but let's check in with Damon and Catherine on their cute little date. They're feasting on a couple in the woods. Adorable. And Catherine's like, wow, I noticed you didn't kill yours. And he goes, I noticed you didn't kill yours. Um, and that's pretty much that exchange. I love those kind of double dates. You know, Anna and I also don't kill the people we go on double dates Uh, with, but we do go home. And if it's a bad double date, we will shit talk. I, I think that's human nature. So... You know, is that our human version of killing? Just roasting them to film? Maybe. 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 But Catherine also during this is trying to get some, like, tea on Elena. She's yeah. like, so, like, what's the deal? And what's Damon's like, like? I don't, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's like, okay, uh, Damon, I can tell you, like, love her a lot. So I'm going to tell you something. Klaus is going after Elena, like, right this second. Isn't that crazy? And so Damon's like, I got to go spring into action. Yeah, she says, love changed you. Don't fight it. Um, and if I were which you, is, I'd go over and stop him. I'd stop Which is, Klaus. like, enough to just, like, change his mind about the way he's been acting. Like, okay. 
I know. I guess I guess that's the one that springs him into action. So he turns into a bird and he he flies over to where Elena is. She's leaving class on Andreas's arm because Andreas is like, you shouldn't be walking alone. And he's not really doing well since James died. He's been staying yeah. in Matt's dorm with him in his vacant spots. Poor guy. Yeah. And our, our poor little guardian earth people, they're in this elevator and it stops working. And they realize they're freaking trapped. And then they start hearing some, like, clanging. And that's when Klaus shows up. He, like, bangs in through the ceiling and is like, hello, I'm going to kill you two now. Yeah, he starts cutting the wire, uh, despite Andreas trying to protect Elena with his aura. And, you know, they're really convinced that they're going to die until Damon shows up. Yeah. And Damon does only get Elena out. Yeah. Um... And Elena, ungrateful, starts freaking out that he only saved her. I know. That was so annoying. Andreas is like, get the girl out. I will hold Klaus off with my aura. Yeah. And the minute she is safely deposited at the top of this little elevator shaft, she immediately is like, Damon, go back down. Go back down get, right get now. You go, you go get him. You Damon. Go get him. You save Damon, go get Andreas. Damon. Go, go get him. him. Damon. Damon. And um, he's annoyed. He's so annoyed. Yeah, but now, uh, instead of them going directly to find Andres, they go to uh, back to Elena's dorm really quick just to go, hey, everyone, Damon's fighting for us now. Yeah, Damon's like, listen, I couldn't find anyone's aura in the elevator shaft. It's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's a done deal. Klaus probably took yeah. Andreas. And then um, when they meet up with the gang, Elena... I do, oh god, you gotta love that Elena tries to take control of things despite having no no power whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, and I also, I really hated this scene, because instead of uh, everyone being like, great, we have to spring into action and go say Andres, um, Stefan decides to do, like, coach of a losing team speech for a page and a half, like, or like almost two pages, and he's like, guys, I know we've been through a lot. And it's like, we don't have time for this. There's a bunch of vampires that are outnumbering us that we need to go defeat. I know. Stefan's like, Damon, thanks for saving my bitch. And then he turns and he's like, fellas, <laughs> it's time to take a stand. Um, And Elena God. over here is struggling for the first time because she has power. So she's trying to really redirect that from killing Damon to like killing Klaus instead. Yeah. And, and she's really like, don't hard. worry, everybody. I can sense the storm that Klaus is calling for us. Um, so they're basically pulled into the space that Klaus is luring them to. Mm -hmm. And then this weird thing happens. Like Damon, I think takes the lead, but he gets pierced by like a falling beam that forms a huge hole in him. That is so funny. I just got what you were saying because I know later on in this stable, a beam falls. But So he opens the door and the beam yeah. falls. And how I saw it, because he gets a hole in his shoulder, I thought yeah. there was like a beam, like, you know, in movies where the CIA will have a red dot on someone's forehead. I thought it was like that kind of a beam and they just smoked him when he opened the door. Oh, wow. But yeah, it, I, yeah. I pictured it as a booby trap. No, you're so definitely it was like, right. Like, so, like, just, like, swung and hit him. Um, but he ends up being fine. Like, Damon gives him some blood. His skin regenerates fast. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Stefan and... feeds him his widow blood. Yeah. And they're like, okay, uh, now that that's all fixed, it's battle time. It's battle time. 
Uh, and Andres, poor Andres, he's just tied up. I know. They're all fighting. Damon joins in when he has healed from Stefan's blood. And yeah. Elena's like, honestly, I'm not going to hang back either. I should be in this battle. And she somehow stakes a vampire. Yeah. Like, she hasn't been working out. She wouldn't be able to do that. Klaus um, tries to blast Stefan with lightning, but Bonnie redirects it. I thought that was pretty cool. That was really cool. We're really sleeping on Bonnie. I know. Um, and Elena, fuming in the corner that she's not performing as well as the as other people in this battle, uh, is like, Damon, you have to hit me in order to get my, so I can get my powers. And Damon does like a half-assed hit that just immediately gives her all of her powers and i was like are you fucking kidding me i know it I was that easy i expected one of those movie moments where they like hit me and you kind of slap them and they're like again and it's another slap and she's like yeah. no what I mean? it's like a punch in the face but it was literally just yeah. like a slap on the arm yeah he could have just like grabbed her tit hard and i'm sure she would have gotten power <laughs> he he does the bop it and he like grabs yeah. it and pulls it he and then- a, yeah he does the the bop it twist it pull it with Elena's And then she's like, I'm a guardian! Um, <laughs> that would have... I have telekinesis. She gets telekinesis. And she hits Klaus with a beam that she's controlling with her mind. Yeah, and uh, does she set the fire or does the fire come from the lightning? My note literally said there's fire now, question mark. I think yeah. Elena's controlling it. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't because it read like oh, like in my first impression, it read like Klaus has lightning and she has fire, and I was like, I don't think that's what's going on. Yeah, uh, but she's redirecting the lightning and the fire because she's telekinetic now. Meredith saves her brother at this point, and he whispers in her ear, "Dad would be so proud of you." And and yeah. that is, I guess, their last moment. Um, but then the walls collapse, and that's, that's pretty much it. It ends, like, this was not a long fight scene. No, it wasn't, but it was very momentous, so Elena gets super close to bringing the fire towards Klaus and his vampires, and the roof collapses, and then it just goes to the next scene, which is firefighters putting out the fire and dragging out just a ton of bodies. Like, all of Klaus's army is dead, essentially. And what's, and what's shocking to me here is this happens on page 328, and there's still 60 pages left in the book. Like, why? Like, this is an end point. How are we continuing this on? But I digress. Um, the summary here is that the firefighters are dragging all these bodies out. Elena and Klaus are not there. Yep, Klaus isn't there. It's just his descendants. Somehow they got 20 vampires slayed, and I don't think any of them, I, I think one of them might have died on, on the good yeah. side, but they all got out pretty scot-free. Yeah. Oh, and Chloe's missing, and no one cares. No one cares. No. Literally, like, Matt, like, it's mentioned that Matt stays behind to look for her, but everyone else is like, great, we're gonna go find Elena, because we care about her more. Yeah, the Which whole is so group. mean. Whole group goes because Andreas um, senses she's underground in the tunnels, and the quickest entrance to get there is the vampire safe house. So they're headed to go get her. Yeah. Um, so this also happens very quickly. Uh, like Klaus is dragging Elena on the ground of the cave. She's super out of it. Um, and this is interspliced with everyone traipsing through the caves to find her. Um, and they they have time to really acknowledge, like, wow, there's more caves here than we thought there were. Yeah, yeah. Um, the gang is going to the safe house um, while Matt searches for Chloe. And um, while... They, they f- oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, what were you going to say? Uh, I was just going to say, they find Klaus and Elena really quick. Yeah, they, they 
also say something that I thought was going to pan out later, but didn't, but says the group senses there's something more ancient in the tunnels sleeping. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, yeah, I felt like it, that was going to turn into something, but it didn't. Literally, um, they find Klaus so easily. Just as Klaus starts drinking from Elena, Stefan, like, turns the corner and sees him drinking from Elena. And then he just, Klaus, like, starts to, like, smile and laugh at them, but then he collapses. And this is where we learn, everybody. Elena's blood is poison. Andreas mutters under his breath, she's the one. And we go, what the fuck does that mean? And it's some guardian bullshit that doesn't matter. There's a guardian legend that says one day, a sworn guardian born of a principal guardian will have the blood that can kill any old ones. Yeah. So her blood is poison. Yeah. And yeah, so stupid. Um, But Matt does end up find finally finding Chloe. Poor Matt. He has gone all over campus and he's at like the final spot. He's like, this is the only place she could be. Um, and he finds her just like crying because she's really injured a wolf and she tried to control herself and it didn't work. And she's just having a whole breakdown. And Matt's like, Hey, it's okay. Like, we'll figure it out. He's not dead. We can like fix this. Like you and me, we got this. Yeah. And she's like, nah, Um, I cannot live like this. I can't do this. Yeah. And, yeah, and she tells Matt that she loves him yeah. and, that, like, the thank you for everything. And should, should we trigger warning this? I don't... I mean, I don't... It, it seems like since she's, like, supernatural, not it doesn't really... Yeah! Matter. But she takes off her pin, she gives it to Matt, she goes into the sun, and she explodes. Yeah. Because, you know, that's she, how as vampires do. You ever play yeah. The Sims 4? That's how the vampires go. Exactly, yeah. But she she said not having it, I'm done, and she's gone, which is, like, really sad. Like, Chloe got such a short end of the stick. She got such a short end of the stick. I just want Matt to be happy. He lost two people. It's like, he will try to branch out outside of this toxic friend group, and the universe is like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. This is what you deserve to be treated like, and this is what you will accept. Yeah, it it made me sad. Um, But now Stefan and Elena are busy canoodling in together. Um, and Stefan's like, what are you going to do when the Guardians probably still take you, babe? Um, and Andreas comes in being like, oh, thank God I found you two canoodling. I found something. Which is like, okay. And he ends up giving her her mom's diary. Yeah. And, and this <laughs> journal, boy, does it got a lot of juicy secrets. Lay it on us, Meg. So her mom says the Celestial Guardians are her brothers and sisters. Whoa, 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 whoa. Which means she must have been a guardian, like, from the Celestial Court. Immortal? I think she's an immortal. Yeah. Like, she's not a She's human. immortal. Yes. No. And the biggest twist is she said uh, she's writing a really long diary entry of her firstborn, who she said she stepped away from as an infant, was a very sick infant, and it turns out that it's Catherine. What a weird twist to add in at this point in the series. Yep, so Catherine and Elena are stepsisters. Uh, Elena's mom. Half-sisters. Half-sisters. Yeah, yeah, I guess same mom, different dads. Yeah. Considering they were from different centuries. <laughs> um, and Considering all things. Catherine was sickly, so the Guardians turned their backs on her. And then a servant, as we know, offered her up to become a vampire. And the Guardians told Elena's mom to have another kid because the old ones were getting too strong. So since she's also a principal guardian, she was the only one who could birth a baby that was strong enough to 
do what? I don't know. To do that? I don't know. To be an Earth Guardian and to fight the bat, the the, the bat, the, the yeah, old ones. Yeah, the bad guys. But Elena yeah. would be raised normally and then be, would be given the choice to decide. We also get a little bit that Aunt Judith is not their aunt. It's actually Elena's best, or Elena's mom's best friend. And as long as she is... Margaret and Elena, Elena's guardian, the guardians won't find them because Elena's mom yeah, has, like, all these protections cause, in place. Because Margaret also has the same stuff Elena has. Yep. Uh, a god complex. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, seriously. And now that she's the but, one, yeah. it's going to be worse. So does that mean Margaret's also the one? I wonder if it's, like, one of them were destined to be the one. It was just whoever got there first. I guess we won't know. Um, but I also, I asked Maggie this big question earlier today, too, which is just like, well, wait a minute. If these, you know, she's this, you know, massive celestial being, she's the only one that can birth these human strong babies. Why was Catherine sick? Because it sounds like she's had, like, just, like, she was ingrained with power in her. So, like... I know. That's not that's not adding up. I don't know. And then also, like, if Elena was the kid of a guardian, could she only recently not be killed by supernatural beings? Could she have not been killed this whole time? And they just didn't yeah. know? I got so a lot I of love questions. That, I have a lot of questions, and I love that they're really trying to explain it quickly to us, but it's just... This is a weird thing to introduce so late in the series that it was just so unnecessary. We had, like, the whole past three or four books to talk about what a guardian might be if Elena was going to be one. Yeah. Because she started getting introduced to that idea at the end of, like, book six, and we're on book nine. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, like, we're really speeding through this very massive and, uh, you know, just world-buildy plot line that I think just requires too much effort, but... yes. I digress. Elena, though, is thinking, maybe I can bargain with the Guardians to save Damon since my blood is so precious and sexy. Yeah, so really just feeding her ego. Um, but we do cut back to Catherine and Damon, because uh, Catherine, we find out, didn't do the final battle. She opted out, uh, which is apparently an option. Um, and she's like, oh, I knew Elena was a guardian. Isn't that fun? By the way, I'm leaving town. Bye. And, uh, uh, and she runs into Elena as she's leaving and they're both like, hey, take care of yourself. It's weird. It's so fucking weird. It is. They really just like let her go. Catherine's like, so now you know. And instead of, well, I guess if you've been around that long, you don't really have time for bullshit. I also wouldn't really care to learn about my new sister who's dating my ex-boyfriends. I would be like, fuck you. That's Bye. weird, yeah. Okay, gonna leave now. There's other things for me what to do. What are we gonna do? Are we gonna bond over the fact we're sisters or the fact that we fuck the same guys? Which one comes first? Like, which one? Uh, I guess we don't know. I don't know. Um, But um, Bonnie and Matt are also hanging out. Um, And then Xander comes over. Bonnie and him get back together. That's very sweet. We're very excited for them. Yeah. Um, but now it comes the time for... Elena to uh, summon Mylia by Damon pretending to be dead. Yes, Bonnie um, gives him a drink to slow his heart rate and look dead, essentially. And he drops to the floor, and um, uh, this is when Andreas and Elena kind of join together. They call this guardian, and when she gets there, Elena's like, okay, um, um, it's over. Look, look, he's dead. Yeah. Um, and Mylia is like, I'll be right there. And then she shows up going, he's not dead. Why the fuck did you bring me here? Um, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... But she's it's very, very funny because it's not like a she's mad. She's just like, I've noticed the person I've sent you to eliminate is not dead. I it was probably because you have too much heart involved in the stakes. Do not worry, Elena. I will let you off this one time and I will do it instead. And she's like, No, no, and no, she's no, like, no, no, you no, don't no, need no. to do that. I... Yeah, she's like, Damon's good. Why do you want me to kill him? And then she's like, because you're supposed to be able to, like, do anything for your guardianship. Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes that requires you to, like, look past your ties to people. And Elena's like, well, that's not fun. That's not fun. That's not what I want to do. There's worse guardians out there. And they're like, yes, but this one has brought us a lot of grief. And she's yeah. like, okay, how about this little twist? I am the one and you need my blood. And then she's like, I raise you, you being the one, and I'm going to connect you two forever. And Okay, when they joined hands, and and she's like, join hands, and hovers over their hands, and is like, it is done. Did you think that they were married? Yes, I absolutely. Too. I got and really I kind excited. Of wish, I kind of wish they got to be married. That would have been such an interesting plot point to throw into the next. I thought it would have been like, your souls are joined forever now. You are each other's. Yeah. And I would have been like... Could you imagine? I honestly, I do kind of wish that was what happened. Like, because this, this other, like, stipulation is fine. Because, like, what it basically is, is, like, if Damon ever feasts from an unwilling human, Elena will suffer. Uh, if he basically, like, if he lies to her, Elena will suffer. Um, and then if Elena ever dies, like, her curse will be passed to somebody else. So, like, basically, like... Anything one of them does that's bad, the other person will have a consequence. I feel like it. this was this was the kind of Ten Commandments God was trying to write up in the Garden of Eden, but he just didn't have yeah. time. He was like, ah, uh, okay, uh, I don't know what if Adam does something wrong, evil uh, with this, but there's there's, a, there's something. There's a snake. There's a snake. <laughs> God's looking at L. J. Smith's uh, Vampire Diaries and it's like, fuck, I should have wrote the Bible like that. That's so funny. Uh, there wasn't a there there wasn't enough star balls in the Bible. <laughs> I know where. What chapter was that? Genesis. Uh, I would. I would love to get God guesting on this podcast. I'm sure he's got some opinions. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. So uh, Elena gets to be a guardian. Elena and Damon are cast together forever. Um, we do 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 a quick check in with Alaric and Meredith, and they talk about her brother again. Oh, which is sweet. Um, he's the only one who will check in to console her over her killing her brother. Yeah, um, and he's, which like this is a bad friend group. I'm sorry. What the fuck? I know he's like, hey, at least in this life you got to be together. I love you. Which I haven't heard any of the any of the girlfriends ever say to each other. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Damon also enters, being like, "Well, everybody, I'm leaving." And Elena's like, "Well, what? I don't. You don't get to be in my love triangle anymore." And he's like, "Nope, I have decided to move on from that." And she's like, "Uh, what?" Yeah. And before he announces that he's on. leaving, he's like, kind of getting back into the rhythm of flirting with her, which is so much worse now that they like share each other's emotions. They can feel it. Yeah. Um. But I know, I know. And then she gets mad because he's like, "Well, I could leave the door open to share." And she's like, "No, I gotta choose Stefan." And then like Laura said, "Uh." She gets mad when he's like, well, okay, I'm going to leave then. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Elena, you cannot have your cake and eat it too. You have to, you know, have consequences for things sometimes. Yeah. Um, And then the book ends. The book ends with this. Uh, we're back in Fell's Church uh, for a little, like, a break from, from college. 
And Elena and Stefan are having a date night, and Stefan's planted at this very nice French restaurant, um, and he's expecting to go up to Elena's room, and she should be getting ready. But instead, he sees, like, flower petals on the floor, candle lighting coming from her room, and he goes in there, and Elena's wearing a white dress, and she goes... And I, I really thought they were going to fuck. I really thought they were going to fuck. But then I remembered she has her fountain of youth water bottle. Um, and this is her basically giving herself to Stefan by taking a swig from this bottle. Yep. Um, She's like, you want me forever? And he's like, yeah. And so she just takes a drink from the chalice. That is, why would you? Okay, why forever? Once again, you haven't even gotten into your fucking rhythm. Like, if you're going to yeah. fuck one guy for the rest of your life, Ugh. this is like married at first sight. Is that where the Catholics, they get married without ever kissing or fucking? What if it's bad Seeing sex? Each other. What if it's bad sex? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not great. Um, But then we have like a little like wrap up diary where Elena's like, everything's back to normal and good and fine. We're all happy. And that's how the book ends. Yep. And uh, Laura and I were kind of discussing this a little bit earlier, but would you rather be a vampire or would you rather be human and drink from the fountain of youth? You know, I'm tempted to say vampire because, like, you could die. I am tempted to say vampire, too. But, like, I also don't like the consequences of being vampire. Like, I don't want to drink blood. I wouldn't want to drink blood. Like, what do I have to, like, hunt other people? It would be nice to never feel fear. Like, I could always overcome my fear. Also, I would love to bite and chew at my skin on my fingers and have it regenerate very fast. Yeah, that'd be nice. You know, honestly, the more I talk about vampire, I kind of am leaning towards vampire. I think it would be... Yeah. It would... I I should change the pace. I don't think I should, but, like, not being able to die ever would... would, That sucks. I would not like that. What happens when the world ends and it catches on fire? Do you just spurt back up in three days? Three to four business days? Yeah, I don't know. I hate that. I don't know. Um, but I guess we'll find out if Elena ever can die. Um, let's talk about our um, top five. Our top five. Okay, listeners. We're excited for this one because uh, I think we can all agree. Klaus's death was anticlimactic as fuck. So these are our top five ways we think Klaus should have died. Yes. Um, starting off with another number five. This is one that I would have really liked to have yeah. happened. I would have liked for Klaus to volunteer to be an assistant and a magic trick, and then he doesn't realize that the saw is real when he's in the box, so he gets sawed in half. Yeah, don't that would have been that would have been fun. I don't know how they'd work it in, coopy. but I, I I trust this ghostwriter. You know, if they can work in blood poison, I think they can work that in. Um, number four is going to be the building that they were in, just collapsing like it did and killing Klaus. That would have made perfect sense. That would have been great. Number three. We we already read it. Number three is more of like, um, a human death to remind us of our mortality. Tetanus. Yeah. Yeah. Can vampires get tetanus? I don't know, but I'd love to see if they could. And you know that Klaus's shots are not up to Um, absolutely not. He probably didn't even get one initially. That's how old he is. I know. That's so crazy. He is the first um, case of polio that's going around right now. Wow, that's crazy. It could be. Um, number two, uh, what if they collapsed the tunnel system that they found him and Elena in, and now they have to race to get out of the tunnels? Like, that would have been high stakes. That would have been really high stakes. That would have been like yeah. a J.J. Abrams movie or something. 
Ooh, that's a good comparison. Um, and then number one, we were kind of thinking it would be a equal match to see, but if Elena had better lightning than Klaus, and she just zaps him into oblivion. Oh, that would have been cool. If there was, like, a big old lightning battle, hell fucking yeah. Yeah, I think it would have been yeah. great. That would have been great. Um, which then brings us to our final segment, our canceled character of the week. Maggie. Do you know who you want to cancel, or do you want me to say mine first? You know what? Honestly, I think I do know who I want to cancel. And we talked about the girl group not being good friends to each other, and I was already wow. kind of upset with this character, but I think I'm going to cancel Bonnie. I get you're 19 years wow. old, you're insecure, but I think that breaking up with Xander the day his friend died was pretty shady. Get over your insecurities. Yeah. Be an independent yeah. That's a really good one. Um, oh no, I dropped my pen. Um, I actually, I wrote down this one. This is a bit of a, this is a bit of a stretch, but I wrote to cancel the guardians. Um, I love that they're like true neutral, but I think their rules are too contradictory of each other. Yeah. Cause it feels like they say like one thing and they're like, and this is absolutely what this is. And then you think about it and you go, well, wait, wait, wait. Does that mean that this thing becomes this? Cause it's like, well, wait, wait, wait. If, you know, Elena's mom can give birth to all these, like, strong babies, why was Catherine sick? And wait, 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 how did they end up killing her mom in a car accident if she's supposed to be this all-powerful being? Yeah. Like, none of this makes sense. So that's why I wanted to cancel the Guardians, because they're uh, full of shit, kind of. But really, I also do like the thought of canceling Bonnie. They don't really have their rules that are concrete, but they like to have no. structure. So it's like, pick one, you know? Either yeah. structure or not structure. It feels like the mother saying just because I said so is, like, a reasoning for something. And it's like, that's just, that can't be how, like, an all-powerful universal, you know, system of justice works. Yeah, for sure. Well, who's going to win? Cancel character of the week. The Guardians or Bonnie? Uh, You know what? I'm going to cancel Bonnie. It was pretty shitty that she broke up with Xander the night of his best friend dying because she was insecure. Yeah. Like, she really needed to put that feeling aside. I have a big stake, pun intended, in um. Um, Bonnie being the canceled character this week. Perfect. Well, hell yeah, we did it. We we finished the Vampire Diaries book number ten, The Hunters, Volume Three: Colon Destiny Rising. I know. And next next uh, week we start the last three. They're a lot smaller. Maybe we'll have smaller yeah. episodes. It'll be great. Oh, the Salvation Trilogy. That's what they're called. Maybe maybe Catherine will be back. I mean, it sounds like it. It kind of sounds like her and Damon might go off together. I'm I'm here for it. And I really hope Matt just fi- finds love. He deserves it. Hey, and if you want to find love, you can find love on Instagram by following us at Maggie underscore and underscore Laura. On seamless, t- seamless pitch for us. Hey, you can find love with us on the internet. You can find love with us on Twitter and TikTok. Yeah, we read it. Find love in that hopeless place, baby. Either or. And one of the three. If you... If you maybe want to give us some love, write us some love, you can email us at Present at gmail.com or get crazy and extend the sentiment that we desperately need five stars on Apple, Spot, uh, Apple Pods and Spotify. That would be so cool. That would be so great. We love any of those. Um, I just got an email from our long-term fan, J.G. Wentworth, literally right now. Um, thank you, wow. J.G., for being a big fan. 877 cash now baby 877 cash now and um i mean that's that's gonna be it for destiny rising yeah we'll be back next week everybody yeah goodbye goodbye love you great (laughs) 
You were just listening to an Audiment podcast.